Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, you don't see a lot of mock drafts coming out this week. Because no, as we talked business. we talked about it, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, how much the the what happened in free agency was going to affect what happens in the draft. And, you know, Georgia's Pro Day, for example, was today on the first day of the new league year. <laughs> And of course, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert are at the Georgia Pro Day. Why wouldn't they be? I think Georgia has about, oh, I don't know, two dozen. Uh, right. Draft prospects. This, yeah. Um, have the Steelers, we talked earlier in the show about how we think the Steelers are now potentially out of the interior offensive line uh, game, or at least early in the draft this year. Uh, do you believe that the signing of Mitch Trubisky takes them out of the quarterback market? Here's the way I would look at it is I think it absolutely takes you out of the trade up quarterback market. In yes, the draft. I agree. If Willis and only Willis were there at 20, I probably just take them. And it almost doesn't matter who else is there. Do I expect them to be there? No, I would also consider and maybe in the slate trade up how a Ritter with the second round pick, but that's really it. And I don't know that any of those things are likely i mean they're possible but not likely yeah i i think the whole i i agree with you on the trade up uh thing i i just don't see the steelers moving up for really anybody in this draft at this no point. not anymore right i think i think they'll just kind of sit and, and wait and see what happens here uh friend of the show ryan wilson uh he was on with us at the nfl scouting combine ryan's mm -hmm. uh, uh works for cbs sports he put out a mock draft on monday uh, this was right before all the, the, the free agency period, uh, the early uh, signing period started, early uh, tampering period started. Uh, so real quickly here, he had uh, Ika Mekwanu, number one overall to the Jaguars. Okay. Uh, Aiden I think that's possible, yeah. but they've been doing a lot of line work there. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson at two to the Lions. Evan Neal at three to the uh, Texans. Charles I guess. Yeah. yeah. Charles Cross at four to the Jets. Thibodeau goes to the Giants at five. Kyle Hamilton at six to the Panthers. Well, we don't have the Panthers lose that pick. It could be that, you know, they would they would be in the the uh Deshaun Watson deal. Um, so they wouldn't be picking there. At seven, Devin Lloyd to the Giants. Wow. I have not seen anything like that, but I mean I don't know. I, I think that's too rich. At eight, he has Trayvon Walker going to the Falcons. That makes sense. Team can go anywhere. Yeah. At nine, Malik Willis to the Seahawks. So that, I mean, again, you're talking, I mean, that's, I could see the Seahawks taking Malik Willis. 
hundred percent. I mean, I don't know if that's a Carroll rebuild situation that he would love, but yeah, I mean, I think that's where you start talking about Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At 10, he has a mod Gardner going to the jets with their second first round pick. Makes sense. I mean, they've done some secondary stuff, but they could still use more. At 11, after the Carson Wentz trade, Washington takes Garrett Wilson at 11. I could see him moving up boards pretty quick. Like, I don't know that there's a good – Wilson at 20 would be really enticing to me, even if you brought back Juju, you know. Right. Um, I don't think he's going to get there, though. No, I don't think so either. At 12, Jermaine Johnson goes to the Vikings. Okay. At 13 – Makes sense. At 13, the Browns take Drake London. I still think even though they they went out and made the trade for Amari Cooper, they still need more weapons. Oh, I think so too, 100%. But again, if you you trade for Deshaun Watson, that 13th pick is going to be involved in that. Oh, yeah. You know, big time. I I can't see Watson landing with the Browns. I, I could see that being a quarterback. I could see that being a receiver. I could see that being an edge rusher if they don't get clowny or somebody similar, you know, yeah. involved. Yeah. At 14, he has the Ravens taking Derek Stingley. That makes a hundred percent sense. Yes. By the way, I like their Marcus Williams signing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that was a good and signing by them. Yeah. Their Earl Thomas, Ed Reed guy. And, and they also, you know, like they, can't, they, they also signed Morgan Moses as well. So, yeah. Oh, they would never pass on Stingley. No, no. Never. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> they'll get the most out of them. I mean, wow, that's a perfect fit. Yes. And he if, could fall that far. He could fall that far. Yeah. At 15, the Eagles take N'Kobe Dean. Maybe. I mean, that's too too early for me for those two off-the-ball linebackers, especially with day two being so rich at that position. But the Eagles and Giants don't have linebackers. Right. They just also never invested them. Yeah. At 16 with their second pick, uh, the, the Eagles take David Ajabo. Yeah. Right out of Michigan. They did just sign Reddick. Yeah. At 17, he has the Chargers taking Jordan Davis. And here's the thing. I texted this to you the other day. The Chargers yeah. have now signed three defensive tackles in free agency. Right. Joseph think, Day is a good player. That I don't think they're going to be in the Jordan Davis market anymore. I think they go offensive line. Their right tackle situation is a disaster. They're going to cut Belaga if they haven't already. I think that's – I think that, yeah, they did yesterday. Okay. Like, I, there's no way Penning gets back. I think that's Trevor Penning, 100%. Yeah. Uh, for all those folks, including you and I, that would love to see Davis in Pittsburgh, the, what the Chargers have done has greatly enhanced those chances, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, who are the teams ahead of the who who've, we just gone through would be interested in taking him? Is, you can make a, the argument that everyone would but be you're not interested. Gonna, you're not going to take him to do it. You're not going to take him in the top ten. I don't think so. So Minnesota, I mean, they just signed. Washington is not going to. Washington is loaded at defensive tackle. Right, right, right. Minnesota could. Could, but they just signed Phillips and cut Pierce. Right. The Browns aren't going to do it. And Minnesota could go any direction. Browns won't do it. The Ravens could, but I think think the, the corner, I think Stingley would be somebody they can't pass on. If I were them, I'd take Stingley over them, but I could see them liking Davis, sure. I mean, just the way that they like to play football. They, yeah. Sting, Stingley's a more uh, bigger th- piece there. But they usually have a monster on the inside of their D-line, too. And, yeah. You know, they, they've lost a few of those. Could the Eagles do it? 
They like to collect big bodies up front, but Fletcher Cox has supposedly been rumored to be on the move. But they want penetrators. I know Hargrave is a nose tackle here, but he's a penetrator. Right, right. So probably not. So I don't think he fits them. So if he doesn't go to the Chargers, which it doesn't look likely now. Yeah, right. The Saints have other needs that I don't think that they're going to take a defensive tackle who's who's simply, uh, uh, you know. I think they help their passing game in some way, shape, or form. Quarterback receiver. He has them taking Devontae Wyatt. He's actually more Saint-like than Davis. Yeah, he's, he's a I penetrator. Think... He's, he's the guy who's going to get up the field. Right, then, right, right. Then he has the Eagles taking Trent McDuffie at, at 19. Which, again, makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, I think there's a, a decent chance Davis is there. And then at 20, he, and I don't, he has the Steelers taking Sam Howell at 20. I'm sorry. Not happening. No Not way. happening. No way. Um, I think if Jordan Davis is there, I think Jordan Davis is the pick. Boy, I mean, you talk about a nice – we've never even mentioned they brought back Montavis. They're Montrevis Adams. Not that he's – boy, I can't take a first-round nose tackle because Adams is in the building. But they're, they're, they have six good dudes now on the D-line. And if you could have seven with a first-round pick that's the, the heir apparent, you know, they could work in really slow, that might be the strength of your team, period. Learn, yeah, learn from Cam for the next couple of years. Right, and, right, yeah. right. I mean, that might be the best position on your whole team. Yeah. Uh, Who else would you consider there? Would you get Penning didn't get picked yet, right? No, Penning was was on the board. So, yeah, you would consider him for sure. You would consider him. I don't think consider best receiver available. Would you consider Jamison Williams there? Yeah. Heavily. Yeah. I mean, you're going to you're going to want to see what the what the uh, medicals look like on him. But absolutely. Um, You know, that that ACL is obviously a concern. Um, but boy, I, I think this team could weather a year without Williams. Yeah, I'd consider. Would you consider Andrew Booth there? As it's currently constructed, yes. But I do think twenty's a smidge early for Booth. I do as well. I mean, I like um, him, but it's a smidge early. Yeah. How about a guy like Alave? Or I don't love Alave. I know he tested well. I just don't think he's very physical. Or Traylon Burks. Burks would interest me. Yeah. Would you take Williams or Burks? Oh, boy. I mean, if, if if they're both clean prospects, I like Burks or I like uh, Williams. Williams would have been my number one receiver. Yeah, 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 me too. I still think I'd take him over Burks. I think so, too. Injury. Yeah, even with the injury. I mean, he's, I don't he's, think the Steelers he's, win the Super Bowl. He's yet. like the biggest wild card in this year's draft. Williams? Yeah. Yes. Could go very early. Because if he were if he were completely healthy – he, he doesn't get out of the top 12. Frankly, I wouldn't blame the Browns for taking him, even if he's not 100% healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would understand that. So I, I just think he's, you know, he's a really good prospect. Uh, where'd we leave off there? We had the, uh, oh, the, the, the Steelers, yeah. Uh, we got the Patriots taking Jamison Williams. The that, Raiders. I, do you think Williams gets past the Patriots? Bama connections, receiver need. They'll, yeah, they'll know all about the surgery and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that seems like a fit. Uh, 22, he has Kenyon Green. Okay. To the Raiders. At 23. You're is out Zion. on Kenyon Green and Zion Johnson, right? Yeah. They're at 22 and 23. So yeah, the, Ra- yeah. the Raiders take Green. The Cardinals take Zion Johnson. 
I, I like both players. I adore Johnson, to be honest. I think he's phenomenal. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and he's I would down, consider him 20, yeah. but not We now. just did the triple take. If we if we redid the rankings, he'd be my number one interior offensive lineman in this draft. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Uh, but I think you filled that need. Uh, at 24, is the Cowboys taking Tyler Linderbaum? Yeah, that would make sense. At 25, Andrew Booth goes to the Bills. To the Bills, yeah, they just lost Wallace. Corners a definite need, for definite them. need for them, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done more corner at 26. <laughs> he has the Titans taking Daniel Falele. Trevor Penning's still on the board here. I really don't like Daniel Falele. He may turn into being, a, he may <laughs> be, a, he may be a great football player, he may be fantastic. I don't but think he's a first round pick no matter what. Six, eight, three. Any team in the league yeah. is going to take him in the first round. It would be Tennessee. He's 13 pounds shy of being 400 pounds at the combine. At the combine. When you're right. coming in for your, for your the biggest job interview of your life and you come in at almost 400 pounds. Yeah. I mean, he's never going to be light or, or even, you know, much lighter than that. I mean, he's not super fat, but he just doesn't move well enough. He does. He's he moves. Just, he's too big. He moves like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, yeah, yeah. I can't. Unless you're the Titanic. Unless you're trying to block the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At 27, well, this will change now as well. He has Tampa Bay taking Chris Olave. Well, they've, they've got they like, just, yeah. They've got they too many receivers NFL, all of a sudden. They've got eight NFL wide receivers on the roster. <laughs> I didn't quite understand Russell Gage signing. I don't I mean, understand it either. I mean, I'm sure Brady will love him and he'll love Brady and they'll have the slot Edelman Welker thing going, but isn't that Godwin? Yeah, I, I would think at 27, especially now with Brady coming back. You could you say they traded for Shaq Mason too? Yeah. I mean, Carter, take, I thought Zion Johnson or Green would be the pick there, but maybe not. They got to take a quarterback this year. Maybe they kind of like Trask in a Rudolph-like fashion. Oh, boy. But, yeah. if, but if you've got uh, – again, we've only seen one quarterback uh, – well, Sam Howell, but I don't think that's happening. No. Um, Nor would he be the first one off the board. Right. And, no, I think – Malik Will, Willis is gone. Yeah, Willis well, is gone, yeah. yeah. But at 27, why wouldn't you take Kenny Pickett? Or Desmond? Because you're trying to win the Super Bowl right now. I mean, that's like drafting Jordan Love, I think. That I think Brady comes back saying, we're throwing all of our chips in. Give us anyone that can help us. I just don't know what else it would be. In. I mean, maybe a safety. D-line. It, they I mean, lost Jordan Whitehead. Up. Whitehead's gone. Yeah. They brought back Davis. I'm sure they have contracts expiring a year from now that they need to deal with. Yeah. Well, that we just don't know if they'll ever one Thomas Brady. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, their it's, quarterback situation long-term is bad. At 28, he has the Packers taking Traylon Burks. Can't that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. 29, the 49ers take Logan Hall. Or actually, the Dolphins. Take I was say the Hall. Niners. Pick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dolphins would fix, mix him in somewhere. Uh, at 30, he has Kansas City taking George Karloftis. Okay. Certainly would fit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good value there. Yeah, Th- yeah. 31. He's gone from Clark. Cincinnati taking Darian Kennard. Ooh. He wouldn't have been uh, my pick. He wouldn't have been uh, the guy I took. But No, I, I just can't see that. And now that they fixed their offensive line, or at least addressed it, I don't see them being in the offensive line market in the draft. I think they're in the tackle market still. Yeah. The guys they brought in are in, inside guys. Um, 
there's no way Penning would get past them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think I'd take Raymond over, you know, if I were them as well. Yeah. 32 picket finally goes to the Detroit lions. I think they'd be very happy with that. They would be very happy with that. Looking yeah. here at the early part of the second round too. He did a three, he did a three round mock, which is really hard. I, it's not fun. To do. <laughs> yeah. God bless yeah. you. Uh, Jacksonville takes Bo Maffe, the uh, edge rusher out of Minnesota. 34 Detroit takes Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan. That would make good. a lot of sense. For Tampa Bay. Hill. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd be a great buck. Uh, at tw- uh, 35, George Pickens goes to the Jets. 36, the Giants get Trevor Penning. They would love that. No way he lasts that long. Yeah. But okay. 37, Kyrie right. Elam goes to Houston, the cornerback out of Florida. Uh, 38, Cam Thomas, the edge rusher out of San Diego State, goes to the Jets. At 30, 39, uh, Chicago takes Louis Cine. Uh, um, scene, yeah, scene, yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, uh, out of Georgia, and then that's uh, 40. Tyler Smith, uh, the offensive tackle from Tulsa, goes to Seattle. Seattle has back to back picks here, they then take Kyler. Hmm, Gordon. I didn't realize that, yeah, okay. Um, the Tulsa kid, I've heard some first round buzz on, is yeah. a little bit of a project, but an upside guy. Uh, Cleveland got Travis Jones in that draft. Uh, Bernard Raymond goes to the Ravens at 45. He has the Steelers in the second round, taking Christian Harris, the linebacker out of Alabama. Mm. That's not bad. It's a little early. I, I just prefer two or three other linebackers, but they're all in Harris's class. Yeah. Uh, I'm the not picture, sure I want another light linebacker. The picks right after that, Roger McCreary, uh, from, the cornerback from Auburn, goes to the Raiders. Uh, New England takes Chad Muma. I would prefer Muma over Harris. I would, too. Uh, Brees Hall goes to Arizona, the running back. I can out see of Iowa that. There's no, I really hope they're not trusting Connor to be the only guy there. At 56, Dallas takes Sky Moore, wide receiver out of wow. Western Michigan. They need one now. Yeah. Dallas is definitely a loser in postseason so far. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Moving on to round three. Uh, he has, we'll just touch on the uh, AFC North here real quick. It, Desmond Ritter falls all the way to 74 in Atlanta, by the way. Hmm. I would take Ritter in the second round. Yeah. Uh, he has Baltimore taking at 76. Uh, Sam Williams, the edge rusher out of Ole Miss. Okay. I mean, highly talented, but there's off there's stuff. There's off the field things. Yeah, right. Um, Cleveland gets Kobe Bryant, the cornerback, the Jim Thorpe winner out of uh, Cincinnati, cornerback. Right. Not the former Laker. Yeah, not the former Laker. Um, he then has the Steelers getting a guy that we had them taking in, in some of our mocks. Rasheed Walker, the offensive tackle out of Penn State. It's funny. I don't know why I thought about Rasheed Walker today, but I thought he would be the ideal guy for this team now. You know, that you could truly redshirt him, at least in theory, and Haig could fill in for him. But he might turn into a long-term starter. with Maybe a year or two, he he pushes Okorafor off the roster. Right, you know, or boy, he's too good to keep off the roster or someone gets hurt, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. We just never had a bad idea to have a developmental tackle. I could see him being a stealer. I would not use a second-round pick on him, though. No. Some of the guys taken right after the Steelers. Uh, New England takes Marcus Jones, the cornerback out of Houston. Uh, the Raiders get Wandell Robinson, the little shifty receiver out of uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Interesting guy. Arizona gets DeMarvin Leal uh, out of Texas A&M, the defensive lineman. I can see him falling a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of a I'm tweener. not sure where he fits. Yeah, I'm not sure either. At 88, Dallas gets Leo Chennault, the linebacker Ooh, of Wisconsin. We, that, we both like that guy. That would be tough to pass on, Like, although they, he has the Steelers taking uh, Christian Anderson. but oh. right. Harris, yeah. 
or yeah, Christian Anderson Harris. would be hard to pass on too. Oh yeah, that one too. Uh, at eighty nine, Buffalo gets John Machi, the wide receiver out of Alabama. They could wait while he recovers. You know. Yeah. Well, they also took. Uh, they go. No, they took cornerback in the first round. Yeah. Um, who does Cincinnati? He has Cincinnati taking. Where are they at here? Cincinnati takes. Uh, Wazarike, the defensive tackle out of Iowa State. Hmm, okay. D-line's not out of the question for the Bengals. No, they need guys here. Yeah, oh, and he do. also has a, in the he has a comp picks worked in there. Jamari Saylor goes uh, to the Ravens um, at 99. Hmm. Uh, Cleveland also has a comp pick in the third round. They got uh, Drake, Jake, uh, Drake Jackson, the edge rusher out of USC. Yeah, I don't hear much talk about him, but there was a lot of talk about him before the season. I think he's kind of being slept on a little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. I, that's always difficult. We'll do a, another mock draft on Friday now that the comp picks have been set. Although I think a lot of the comp pick stuff, a lot of the mock drafts we've done have had that comp pick factor factored in there. I remember we've had picks at 138 before. Mm-hmm. So, so people don't know the Steelers got a fourth. Yeah. And so that was – Makes sense. Yeah, kind of expected uh, because of yeah. the – You know, that's – again, I'll say it again. When, when one of your guys signs somewhere else for big money, you want him to play. Root for him. Buy his jersey. You know, right. Bud Dupree missing time last year hurt the Steelers in the comp pick game. It did. It did. Everyone wants to blame the Steelers. You shouldn't have played Joe Haig. Well, that was small potatoes in the whole process. Yeah, Bud getting Bud getting hurt and, and only starting six games was a much bigger deal. It was a killer, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, but there was a lot of thirds given out, and there's also more this year in terms of – um, compensation for minority coaches and front office people. So there used to be one, there used to be one whole round, 32 picks given out this year. There was a couple more. Yeah. The people wondering why the Ravens got that third round pick. That was why it was mm-hmm. the David, the David Culling hiring, David Cully hiring by the Texans, which to me is a loophole because I didn't want to go down that path, but I have an issue there. The Ravens didn't develop David Cully. He's right. a 65 year old longtime NFL assistant who they made their assistant head coach. Yes. Out of respect to his longevity in the league. Right. Um, he then gets hired surprisingly by the Texans to be their head coach. Nobody expected that to happen. Probably not even David Cully when, when last year ended or two seasons ago ended. Well, how about this one? Again, I, I think it's a good rule and it, the, the, the nature of it makes tons of sense. Yeah. But- I don't disagree with that. No, the Niners got a pick because Miami hired what's-his-face to be their head coach, Um, McDaniel. Yeah. And my co-host, Peacock on Peacock and Williamson, who is a Niner guy, said, I didn't even realize he was a minority. (laughs) You know, like, he's very, very light-skinned. I don't mean to get into all this, but, like, what – maybe they know this, but if you're one-eighth – if you have a great great grandparent that's a minority, or if you're one sixteenth, like where's the cutoff? I just wonder if there's rules. Yeah, I don't know. I like Robert Sala, who's Muslim, was was considered right. minority hiring. Okay, so you're he's Muslim. Um, I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's diving down a completely I different didn't rabbit hole. I, I don't know. I mean, they must have some parameters in place. It yeah, can't be if, like if I traced it back to. 1802, there is some minority blood in my heritage. My old team should get a third round pick. I, I don't know where they'll cut off. My problem with the whole with the whole David Cully thing is that the, the Texans then fired him after one season. 
and the Ravens right. get the Ravens get two <laughs> right, third round right, draft right. picks out of that. A for a guy they didn't develop as a head coach or an assistant coach. He had already been an assist, longtime assistant coach in the league, including working for the Steelers at one point as their wide receivers coach for several years. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get two first round draft picks, and the team fired him after one season. Uh, the counter argument, and I'm sure some people listening say, well, that's why you give a man of color that opportunity because you get a benefit if no matter what, if he leaves, which I get, and that I'm all for giving them more, giving more. No, I'm all for, I'm all for that. I just think, I just think that was a loophole that it was an odd one. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody expected David Cully to be hired as a head coach. First of all, he'd never even been a coordinator. Uh, and, And then, you know, he gets fired after one season, not in, in my opinion, I don't think the firing was correct. He didn't have a whole lot of chance to succeed, yeah. but whatever. Right. I think in that situation, the Texans should lose a third-round pick. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you screwed the, you fired the guy after one season. I'm sorry. You Did should, you really you know, give him a great chance to succeed? You didn't give him a, a chance. To, yeah, right. Head coach, right, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, that's just the way I feel about it. I, I just think it's, it's, a, it's a definite loophole that, uh, you know, I, I don't think should happen. But anyways. But – Many people, maybe even including Mike McDaniel, found out that he was a minority after he got hit, after he got hired. I think Mike McDaniel knew, but he probably knew, but yeah, most of us did not. But yeah, okay, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't look at things in that way, regardless. No, so I it, don't it, it doesn't even, you know, like uh, when, when people mention Mike Tomlin to me, I just think of, of the Steelers head coach, right? All right his color, his race, it doesn't matter to me because I, you know, I deal with so many people from different backgrounds on a regular basis. I don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. I'll tell tell this story real quick. I was coaching baseball one year in pony league, which is 13 and 14 year olds. And here in Washington, and we went through the entire draft, went through several practices, um, and I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it at all. And one day I'm standing there and one of the guys on my team is a, is a friend of mine and his son was on the team and he's the head of the, the NAAC or was involved with the NAACP chapter here in Washington. And I looked at him and I said, Bobby, do you see anything here? I said, this just hit me. He goes, what's that? I said, look around our infield. And we had a, a, a black kid at every infield spot. <laughs> all the way around the infield. Uh, I, I said, we have, a, we have an entirely black infield here. It, it never it dawned on me. Probably rare in your pony league. It was very rare. I had every, right. bla- every black kid in the, in the league was on my roster. <laughs> and you didn't even. I didn't even think about it. When we were drafting them, I was just taking the best baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the NFL gets to that point with coaches and it, it isn't now, unfortunately. I mean, but I, I my point was, I just don't know. If you're one thirty second, you get a draft pick. I just care about the picks, right? <laughs> you know, like I'm sitting here thinking, like, how can I get my team top pick? You know, I guarantee when the Ravens hired David Cully, they didn't think that they were getting two third round draft picks out of him. <laughs> no, right? Exactly. They thought they were getting a good coach. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, it's again right. nothing, nothing against David Cully. I thought that I thought that he should have gotten another year in Houston. I thought he got a raw deal there, but hundred uh, percent. Yeah, that's going to do it for today's show. So for my partner Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. 
Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.